All right, good afternoon, everyone. Now we're going to talk about the 12th bracha of Shemana Esri, and that is Berchas Aminim, the bracha of the heretics. So it's pretty clear what we're davening for in this bracha, but the question is, why are we asking, what are we asking for when we daven for the destruction of the wicked? What are we really, what are we really asking Hashem for? So the, you know, the Gemara Brachas addresses the destruction of the wicked and says the story that there were some people who were starting up with Rameir in Rameir's neighborhood and he was getting very upset at them and he started davening that they should die. So Bruria, his wife, said to him, what, what are you doing? Why are you davening that they should die? The Pasuk the, the says, that the sins should disappear. So don't daven that, uh, it doesn't say that the sinners should disappear, it says that the sins should disappear. So just daven for them to do teshuva. And then, then there won't be any more Roshayim. So Ramir did that, he davened for them to do teshuva, and they talked did teshuva. And so we see from here the Chacham, we're, we're, we're absolutely opposed. We're, we're opposed to davening for the destruction of, uh, of wicked. But here in Shemana Esri, we're asking for the destruction of, of evildoers. So, or in the Minim, why? What's going on here? So we have to understand this. So, this Berchas Aminim, it has a unique status in the Shemana Esri. It's essentially the 19th bracha of the 18 brachas. The Gemara explains. Gamliel says that every day everyone has to daven 18 brachas, and then these 18, Frek the Gemara, are really 19. So Rabbi says that the bracha of the Minim was instituted in Yavna. Rashi says at a later date. And Shimon Hapakuli said the 18 brachas before Shimon Esra in the right order in Yavna. Rabbi Gamliel said to Chum, no one knows the Berchas Aminim. And Shmuel Hakaton, let's remember that name, Shmuel Hakaton, he got up and he instituted it. He instituted this 19th bracha. And the next year he forgot it, and then he tried to remember it again. He couldn't even remember it uh, for two or three hours, but uh, eventually he ended up remembering it. So this... Uh, we see that the, the bracha for the for the uh, for the heretics with its uh, formulation, it's a problem. It wasn't just in our generation where we don't where that we're discussing now, but from the very beginning, it was a problem. Even Shmuel Akatan, who was the author of the bracha itself, even he couldn't bring himself to say the bracha again. He couldn't remember it. I think it means that he couldn't bring himself to say it because it's it's an idea that's so foreign to us to daven for the destruction of someone else. So there's a, there, there's a fundamental difficulty with the essence of this bracha. So let's try to understand what's going on. There's all kinds of shyness of destruction in the bracha. Sahakar, Shabar, Samagar, Sachnia, all these things. It's, it's, it's very foreign for us to, to use these kinds of lashanas. And besides for that, we have to remember that we're, we're in Shemana Esra here, we're asking for the basic needs of mankind. So is this really a basic need, the destruction of the wicked people? Is that a basic need? that we have. So let's try to understand this. What are we talking about here? So in the original version of the bracha, it said Malchus Zadoin. Not Vahazedim, it said Malchus Zadoin. What is Malchus Zadoin? So in the Lashon of Chacham, the Malchus Zadoin is talking about the Roman Empire. It was just later taken out by the censors um, because they couldn't say it. The government wouldn't allow it. But the Malchus Zadoin, which is the Roman Empire, really, when the Chacham referred to it, it's the it's the fourth kingdom, which is the, the kingdom of, of our Gauls. And uh, that's the Gauls that continues to this day. So when we say the phrase, it's not talking about an individual sinner. It's not talking about an individual person who sinned, or even to personal enemies. It's talking about to the Malchus Zadoin, the kingdom of evil. It's a representation of the wickedness in the world. It's similar to what we say about Amalek, like um, 
Every generation there's a war with Amalek. It's the idea is to uproot evil from the world, not necessarily evil doers. It's to uproot evil from the world, in general. And this it, it, and now in the Shemayna Esrei, we're not we're not we're not davening for salvation from a particular issue that's dealing with us. In this section of Shemayna Esrei, in this section of Brachas, we're talking about the fulfillment of the promise of redemption. It's it's a progression. We're going to say it's a progression of the redemption, and this is part of it. Part of it is removing evil from the entire world. So victory in this war is a basic need of mankind. Just an interesting point, perhaps it's Shmuel HaKatan specifically who has to have this bracha, because Shmuel HaKatan is also the one who says, Don't rejoice in the fall of your enemies. And it has to be that characteristic which makes him qualified to make this bracha, to, because... Shmuel HaKatan was called upon to, to make this bracha because he understood it's not a personal thing. We're not davening for a personal vendetta against an individual that a certain individual should be destroyed. It's not a personal thing. We would never say that. That's not our style. But it's a general it's a general bracha to the Rabbi Shalom telling the Rabbi Shalom to uproot evil from the world. So what should we have in mind when we're saying this bracha? I think that it has nothing to do with any individual person or any individual Jew. It has to do with that we're, we, we are davening Tashem that we want the evil to, to go away and the opposition to, to the Rabbani Shalom to go away and we need the commitment of the forces of good and to the kingdom of the Rabbani Shalom to be 